Thanks for tuning in to the That's Neat podcast. Here, you'll find an authentic community of women who are ready to share their mom hacks and fails. We hope you get inspired, encouraged, and that you laugh so hard you might pee your pants. We're so glad you're here. This is going to be so much fun. Hi, everyone. Thanks for showing up for us today. Oh, we have the most special guest that we've had so far. Okay. On the show tonight. Okay. High stakes. It's actually our second guest. And I'm super excited to introduce Marty Plata. Um, She is the, are you a, I, I don't know what a person having a blog is called. The blogger over at Venison 365-ish, right? Absolutely. We'll yeah. Talk about that. But she's also um, a friend. Definitely. And uh, kind of neighbor for everyone cool who didn't move away, but that's a separate issue. <laughs> you don't need to get into that. That's a dig on me. Yep. That's fine, everyone. Yeah. Um. So Mar- welcome, Marty. Thanks for having me. Good to, good to chat with you, Janelle and Bryn. Yeah. How many kids do you have, Marty? Oh, I have three. How's that working out? You just had a new one recently? Yes, we just joined the zone defense club um, here in June. So I've got a six-year-old daughter, Danny, a four-year-old daughter, Regina, we call her Reggie. And then Crosby was born in June. He's four-ish months. And Crosby is a wind-blown, he's wind-blown. At all times, his his hair. hair. Yeah, his hair looks like he's wind-blown. And it's I right can't there. wait to see him when he's like, I don't know, he's 14 or 15 when they start to get the quaff thing going on and yes. they're, you know, super cool. Yeah. He's got it. Somebody recently was like, Oh, I hope he grows out of that. And I was like, no, I want him to look like that. in his prom pictures. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. that is <laughs> like, will it go down with gel? I don't know. I mean, his hair might not. Did your girls have, um, like hair or crazy hair or any hair? Yes, my all my kids have been born with heads of hair. Reggie's was super dark and curly. She looked like um, Richard Simmons. Or oh yeah, she Bob literally looks like she's um, wearing a wig in her baby pictures. Yeah, it's so full. I yes. love it. Um, did you get okay? So I had kids that had hair, and when I would be like at the grocery store, you know, with them when they were new-ish. And they're always, well, first of all, I don't know if you ever just run into all the ladies who have something to say when you're yes. pregnant or having a ba- had a baby at the grocery store. It's just always at the store. Yes. Anyway, and they would be like, I bet you had so much acid reflux. And I'm like, listen, ma'am, that is an old wives tale. That's not a thing. Baby I actually here. found that to be very true. So some of your really? kids, you had acid reflux, some didn't. Yeah. With Everly, oh. I had tons and tons, and she had the most hair out of all my kids. I don't know. Did you have any, Marty? No. No. Not, not. I, no. She had a Richard Simmons, and she had no acid reflux. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. She obviously <laughs> eats a very neutral diet. <laughs> There's no, no late night Taco Bell for you, huh, Marty? <laughs> oh, there was, there was plenty of that. Did you have Taco Bell? What was your thing? Did you have a thing this last pregnancy? No, ice cream is always my thing. Okay. So, always. 
always pregnant or not but you know it's it's easier to have it be your thing when you're pregnant that's fantastic so your husband dan did he does he also enjoy the ice cream like the extra when you're pregnant or is he able to withhold no he's he's pretty good he's more of a beer and peanuts kind of guy okay yeah i had i had a weird um one kid was uh seafood just wanted like shrimp really seafood a lot yeah which is weird and then oh that's super against the rules well you can have it a a little bit in however much ounces mercury yeah but it's like who wants shrimp you know like ceviche or something when they're pregnant i did i just wanted shrimp all the time and then i also had a pulled pork kid which is weird because i'm sort of like i like pulled pork but i don't ever request it you know if it's around i'll eat it but it's not my favorite and i just i was dying for just meat sandwiches when i was pregnant with one of my kids that's awesome needed the iron the protein yeah must that have dusty what that was no dusty was uh wait no dusty was seafood my my middle was seafood and and claire was the meat i just any sandwich just just that's all i wanted just interesting that might not be true it might be the second and third kid i think the seafood was must have been kate in my last one now that i think about it I don't remember that. Yeah. With any of them, Janelle? Um, So I had so much Mountain Dew when I was pregnant with Greta. (laughs) And I don't even like Mountain Dew at all. I'm not a Mountain Dew drinker, but I could not get enough. Um, And then I think with Aiden, I couldn't eat enough oranges ever. Mm. That's a good one. I had a girlfriend that was just obsessed with watermelon once. And she ate so much that she threw up. And then after she threw up, she ate more watermelon because oh, she just wanted to stop this story. My All right. Well, <laughs> since we're talking about everything delicious, <laughs> should we yeah. talk about venison 365? So something really cool. Um, so I work with Marty's husband, Dan. And so I always know when he's hunting, but I, um, I'm always impressed that you guys pretty much eat hunted or fished food. Yeah. your house for protein, right? Yes. So we, um, Dan and I, when we first started dating, his mom told me like, I haven't bought beef in 20 years. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, how can you not have bought beef in 20 years? Like, that is what I grew up on was ground beef. Like that is all we ate was ground beef. Um, and so I, I was in disbelief, but a few years into our relationship and then marriage, I was like, you know what? I don't need to buy ground beef either. Like not, it wasn't an intentional, I'm never going to buy ground beef again, but it was, there is so much venison in our freezer at all times. And I really like it. Um, I, I don't dislike it, you know, and, and we've found different ways to cook it up, but it's so good that, um, that's, that's what we use now. I don't buy ground beef. We just use ground venison. Um, we don't buy steak or any sort of cow meat, really. I will buy, you know, pork or chicken. Um, but we have so much venison in our freezer that I am I'm required to to use that uh, as a sure. first choice at all times. Well, we just heard that he's going to have he what is what does he call it? Tacos? Tacos. Yeah. yeah. This is, some people might so not clever. like that on this podcast, but some people might think that's real <laughs> clever. Yeah, I don't know. We'll probably have to put a trigger warning on this one. I have a hard time. I was gonna say I have a hard time switching meats into things that I know 
should be the other thing. You know, like when I was raised, I had beef for tacos and now my husband needs to eat, you know, low cholesterol. So then we're trying turkey and I'm just like, you know, I don't want turkey in my beef stuff. But I do make recipes with turkey that I've never made with beef, and then it's fine because I don't have my pre... You didn't have a standard. Yeah, my standard. So was that hard, or would that, like, just... It was a pretty easy transition. You know, it was pretty easy transition for me, especially with the ground the ground meat. I mean, that's a pretty nice substitute in with tacos, spaghetti, um, chili. I, I can't tell a difference, except actually now going back to beef, I do notice a difference and I actually prefer the venison because the venison is much more lean. Yeah. So when I end up having beef, I'm like, oh, this is chewier, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, Interesting. I, it turns out I like the venison. So nice. So what inspired your your blog startup? So the blog startup. So it's a blog and then it's now on Instagram as of like two weeks ago. So oh, check yeah. it out. Oh, there. I gotta get over there and follow you. Yeah, we'll yes. we'll be sure to put it in our uh, show notes so everybody can can get in touch with you. But keep going. Yeah. Venison 365-ish is is where you can find me. Um so it was over Christmas this past year. We sadly were all home with COVID and so weren't going anywhere. Um, only my daughter had it, but the rest of us were stuck at home. And I was realizing like, wow, we are cooking some awesome meals all with venison. And I've had so many situations where I've been talking to girlfriends whose husbands, usually that's the case anyway, um, come home with the deer during hunting season. And the wife is like, what the heck am I going to do with this? You know, it like sits in the freezer for three years until the next deer comes in and then half of it gets thrown away. And so my thought was, you know, I'm not a gourmet cook. I'm not going to take, you know, beautiful pictures with high image imagery, you know, fancy mm-hmm. setups. But but if I can show people how to cook everyday meals with the venison that they already have in their freezer, um, that that's going to be my goal. That's awesome. that's awesome. And I love that. And a lot of people don't know um, there are food banks and meat lockers where you can donate your deer back if you don't want to keep it and consume it for yourself. So then I think more people end up with venison that they have no idea what to do with. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So I love the idea of when they're Googling, they're finding you and a real recipe with, from a mom with kids who will eat it. And I know you guys are generally pretty frugal, so you're not going to buy weird fancy cheese or anything crazy to throw in there. No, it's, it's something that any mom who's busy can attain pretty much. Although yes. I saw your souffle. Oh, it was pretty well, amazing. <laughs> that wasn't on medicine 365. That was just me making a souffle on the side, but also easy. Um, but, but for real though, my favorite recipes, I mean, we are pretty simple and frugal around here. So anything where I can like dump cans, you know, and have yeah. it be ready in the instant pot <laughs> when, when the family wants to eat the better. That's awesome. So Janelle is, is the opposite. She's just overflowing in beef. I, so I did, I grew up on a beef farm and um, we're not actively farming it anymore, but the person who is farming it, part of the land rental agreement is that they feed out custom beefs for our family still. And that's a gift that our mom provides us that will probably, I don't know, it'll go on, I'm sure for a while still. And so we always, when we get a beef, it's like a whole beef. Um, 
So and then how we many freezers, figure out what to do with all that. I was going to say, how many freezers do you guys have? Do we need to have like a battle of the freezer number? Wait, I'm going to guess. Okay, wait, I'm going to guess. I, well, I should know how many that Janelle has. And the fact that it's <laughs> not coming to me is shocking. I bet you both have two. I have two. We have two. And then we have like the top of an old fridge and then our regular fridge. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we have two two chest freezers and then the bottom of and the then freezer. the one in my mom's basement that's always just perpetually reloaded. The thing that's really hard for me is when Janelle's like, "Oh, we just gotta cook some steaks tonight because we just have so many steaks we're just overflowing with. So we're gonna just you know whip up like fifteen steaks." I'm just like, "That's so great for you. I'm really happy that you just get to eat all the steak." It makes it it makes it really hard to go out to eat. Yeah, because especially so many people are just like, let's go get steaks. And I just don't want to because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're free at home. <laughs> no one else has that problem, but that's fine. <laughs> just way to alienate all of our listeners. I'm sorry. I feel, listeners. That way, I feel that way about fish, though. Like steak. I'm not a steak person. I, I if we go to a steak restaurant, I order, you know, like the salad or I don't know. I, I'm not going to order a steak. Not not because of my love for venison or anything like that. Just I'm not a steak person. But with fish, I'm definitely the same way. Like I've tried. I love fish. I love walleye. I love salmon. But I've tried eating it out and I, I can't do it anymore. I can't. Well, and so many people don't know how to clean a fish. And so when I've eaten fish at your house or that my brother had cleaned or anybody that was in my brother's friend group that he had taught to clean fish. Um, and then you eat it somewhere else and there's all these bones and you're just like, no. Yeah, it shouldn't taste fishy at all. Yeah, your your um husband is a big fish fry guy. So we've had a couple of fish fries of some of the stuff that he's caught and that's been fun. It's super fun. And I love that he cooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that's like. Can you just talk to me about that when you just sit there and just he cooks and then you just don't? It, it's amazing. <laughs> and I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> the best part of it is, at least when I've been around, he pretty much cleans up too. Yep. It's he's, a kind very, of a, he's kind of a busy tidy. body. He's kind of a busy body. So he's just got all the energy. So he's he like, I'm going to still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you going to add some fish to venison 365? Absolutely. I, I hope to add... Um, for sure when we don't have fish as often, but I will feature that occasionally. And then I hope to add other types of wild game. If I have friends that can like guest blog for me, like we don't, we yeah. don't normally have anything else, but I have a friend whose husband, you know, shot a bear, shot an elk or so then she's, and she's like grossed out by the whole thing, but she's like, I have to try to cook something. Oh, so I'm like, good. You can be a, you can be a guest blogger for me. So. Well, I got a couple of really good duck recipes because Justin was a um, was an avid duck and pheasant hunter growing up. So I've had to ha- cook duck a couple times. Perfect. And we're not talking like duck cone fee, you know. I mean, yeah. it's not. They're small. They're small little ducks that <laughs> you know you got to do something with. But we've, I've, I've, I, I haven't hated it. So good. Mm-hmm. And okay. like you said, if you can just put a can of cream or something. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't go wrong. <laughs> but I've seen, I've been tempted to eat bison meat. I've had, I feel oh. like I've had a bison burger, but at Costco now they have bison meat near the ground meat every once in a while. I almost reach for it every time. And then I'm like, I need to just pre-plan a little bit to what I'm going to try. Oh yeah. Mm. Bison burgers are good. Yeah. 
you just saw you just saw a buffalo this weekend, didn't you, Janelle? We we did just see buffalo um, when we were camping. We actually they had it's like a tiny buffalo. Is it a refuge? If it's only six, maybe it's a farm, but they don't eat them. They're just for looks or whatnot. Um, <laughs> my kids were invited to do the chores with them. And so they graze, they don't really need to be fed, but they feed them every day just to keep them trained to go into the corral so that if they need to corral them for the vet or whatever they can. Um, And that was really fun. But I mean, we were six or eight inches away from them. Um, And with the end gate there, people, I think, feel secure and you shouldn't (laughs) Um, because they're big. And if they want to come through the fence or whatnot, they're going to. The fence won't stop them. I don't think a lot of people realize how strong they are. Actually, there was um, a little girl was over looking at him and she was like, dad, can those hurt us? Oh, well, they're in the fence. And I, I think he actually genuinely thought they were just in the fence and it was fine. You're like two Um, pieces of plywood. (laughs) Yeah. And it was funny because I had already told my kids like, okay, if anything happens and Buffalo come through the fence, you go for that tree or whatever. Oh my goodness. Spot where there would be any safety in this open field. (laughs) Um, and you prepped them for that. I just said, like, if they come through the fence, because you never know. I grew up on a farm. We had bulls that jump fences or tore through things all the time. We had a truck where the side was totally bashed in from a cow that had been very docile for years. And all of a sudden it just wasn't. Um, And so my dad was really like, animals are cool. You don't need to be afraid of them, but you should also have respect and just be aware and always have an out plan when you're working with big animals like that. And so in my mind, and we were a safety third farm, he had taken a lot of safeties and different things off of machinery. Third, Yeah, we we're definitely a safety third family. And so um, the fact that that's still in my mind, even when I'm places with kids, I'm like, hmm, there's an elephant just walking through this parade or whatever, you know, this is what we would do if something went crazy with the elephant. This has never crossed my mind once. Mine well, either. you know. <laughs> but now I know that Janelle has an escape plan, so I don't even need one. I have a general idea of where safety could be. <laughs> in, an ele- in an animal's loose situation. Yeah. You have plans. I would say I could sleuth out where we could go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in Yellowstone last year, you know, you hear the stories across the U.S., like lady mauled by bison or whatever, a buffalo. And then you're just like, you know, whatever. Who are these people? Why would you ever get that close or whatever? And then when you're there, you realize there's just bajillion of them. And people do. They just go, oh, I'm just going to get real close and take some pictures of these cute little bison babies. And it's like, no, man stop where you are and just zoom in on the camera and they walk right. I mean, they go right past your car. There's traffic jams. We were in a traffic jam for an hour and a half because they were just walking down the middle of the road and then some walk right next to your car. And then you just, you're videoing them. Um, but it's really, it's shocking, but it, I can imagine how it happens because people just are not smart and there's no uh, plywood in between you and them. <laughs> them right. <laughs> Like you would never get that close to one in, in real life, you know, people probably feed them too. Oh, yeah. for sure. 
that's yeah. like um bear country out in the black hills people will just you know hand a sandwich or whatever out the car candy bears love yeah. sugar yep and that's just a bad idea yeah when we were just recently on a dolphin watching thing this the tour guide was just livid because a boat had come up and a kid was like waving his hand in the water to try to you know call the dolphins or be like come over here buddy and then he basically said he was going to report them because you can't entice dolphins to come near you at all because then they start getting used to humans and then they come by boats more and then they get caught in the wake or whatever and then they become just more trusting and that's not they don't want you to because they probably will especially dolphins specifically you know they're just like oh hey friends right so uh yeah so he was very serious about it and everywhere we went the bears it was like do not feed the bears this bear we had to shoot because people were super nice and fed this bear and then it wanted to be around people (laughs) so save the bears is this where i confess that i'm terrified of dolphins and i never want to swim with them or we passed that no i feel like we've already talked about sea animals no we've talked about the ocean but in general but i why why not ever be swimming with the dolphins why they're too smart like i know they save people sometimes but they're big and i find them terrifying they're very muscular and strong and their body shape weirds me out because it doesn't make sense (laughs) when you're with them that they are mammals but you're right they are super smart yeah like you don't what have if a... you just if they overheard you saying something bad about their sister or something, they just kill you. <laughs> Get after you. You don't have a scarring experience as a child no, or something. I just, just don't an intellectual going, distrust of them. <laughs> I'm not going in the water with flipper. I'm I just, wouldn't. I mean, when people pay to do that, I wouldn't do it either. There's no way. I wouldn't even want to pet one. I'd and they're big. They are big. Have you swam with dolphins? Marty is sitting, Marty has nothing to say because her mouth is just gaped open in awe because she can't believe how ridiculous. Yeah, I know that. About I would me. love to swim with dolphins. I never have, but I've like they've chased our boats and stuff when we've been out in Costa Rica and. And I would love to see pictures of you swimming with dolphins. <laughs> I just can't do it. I've I've swam with stingrays no. and scuba dived, so we've seen like sharks and stuff, which is pretty terrifying. You have scuba dove, like you had to go get classes and stuff. Yeah. I did it in high school. And then I don't know, my parents wouldn't let me go on sleepovers, but they let me go on a trip to Cayman <laughs> Islands. So that's so, crazy. Yeah. So we've, I've done it a few times. And then Dan and I did it on our honeymoon. He got certified so we could go. But we haven't, haven't been since then. So where'd you go on your honeymoon? Costa Rica. Okay. Oh, that's fun. I would not scuba dive either. Too many stories. Just- scuba diving is for sure a, a, I think it's intense because you go underwater and a lot of people feel claustrophobic mm-hmm. uh, because you're at the mercy of your gear and it feels so, yeah, claustrophobic. I, I don't want to <laughs> be in a situation where I'm at the mercy of some sort of machine. No, see, but the, the reverse. I, I love scuba diving, but you could not get me on a two-person jet or like a four-person small plane. Absolutely could not pay me a million dollars to go on one. Hmm. So isn't that funny? Like, cause I feel the same way you do. Like I, I'm not going to trust that machine to keep me in the air. 
What's the difference between the machine that flew you to Costa Rica and then a two-person one? The big, the big planes <laughs> I'm fine with. It's the little ones. Can't do it. Hmm. See, isn't it bizarre? The weird fears we have. Yeah. I'm trying really hard not to impart my fears on my kids, but then they keep asking me about my fears. And I'm like, well, if I tell you, then you're going to add it to your list. And they're like, no, we're not. And then here my daughter's like, I don't like bridges. And I was like, well, that's not really fair. You can't just steal my fear and take make it your own. You don't even know why. What was it? Bridges. I'm not really afraid of bridges, oh, bridges. but I'm not a fan of going over them. And should we talk about windmills? Have we not talked about that yet? No, we haven't talked about it on the podcast anyways. Okay, Marty. Are we afraid of windmills too? Listen, <laughs> you know those big wind generator windmills, the white ones? Yes. Where there's like a whole field filled with them. You know yes. how big those are? Yes, because you can see the the propellers going down the road on semi-trucks. One propeller blade, yeah, is length of three semi-trucks. Yes. Three semis, everyone. I've seen them go down the road. Yeah. And when you look at them from afar, you're like, oh, that's not that big. But it's three semis. So I have a really hard time not fearing things that aren't really hard to comprehend in my brain. So to see something and then be like, wow, it's that big. And if I were up close to it, it would be like a giant monster. And so um, I semi related that to Don Quixote, who how he attacks the windmill and pretends it's like a is it a monster? I can't remember what he does. But anyway, so uh, when I see them in the fields like that, I mean, there's hundreds of them. And it just looks like this army. When you when you drive by next time, you're not going to not think about this. There's just army, an army of these giant, you know, windmills. Creatures. And, and then at night, they all have a blinking red light. And then <laughs> you can just see the lights just blinking off into the thing. And you're like, oh, my gosh, there's a thousand of them. So anyway, my, my, I'm pretty confident that someday they're going to come, they're going to come to life and then come for you. Yep. Yeah. So, I actually tell my kids to be silent when we're driving by now, um, oh, but God. think about nothing because they can also read our minds. <laughs> like, can you hear them talking to each other? They're communicating. Listen, I, I can't, I can't not, I mean, every time I see them, I, that's all I think about. And then we drew, we drove through Texas. So if you ever go to Western Texas, that's actually, I thought we had a lot in Iowa and the Midwest. And when you go to Texas, it's, it's incredible. I think there was, they call them farms, you know, they have windmill wind farms and then there's, yep. you know, thousands, there's thousands of them just everywhere. There's, the whole horizon is just covered in windmills i need to go take a xanax now <laughs> oh my goodness what a turn we've taken you have a weird fear you have weird fears my weird fear is frogs which i don't know if that's a weird fear or not but like i can do snakes i can do spiders you know i mean i don't like them but like if i have to kill a spider or chase away a snake fine um but frogs we have a pool in our backyard and the frogs will climb into the umbrella like you know the, the umbrella that you crank open over your yeah, patio like in your patio table. table yeah yeah so the frogs will climb up in there in the summer because it's cool inside the umbrella that's tied shut so you go out there you got your swimsuit your towel your cocktail your kids your you know snacks, snacks and you yep. go to uncrank the umbrella and the frogs just rain oh. <laughs> from underneath the umbrella and I scream and my kids play with the frogs. 
Um, did you have that fear prior to them raining on you? You think? Like, do you remember that? Um, I or? think my mom instilled that fear on me. I think she yeah. did, was not a fan of frogs, and so that I, I've never been a fan of frogs. But the fear has really solidified itself. And then God was like, "Here's what I'm going to do to help you get over <laughs> the fear. I'm going to surround yeah. you with frogs all the time, every yeah. day, all yeah. summer." Janelle, Janelle, what? You got a weird fear. I know it. I, I mean, I already talked about dolphins. Yeah, you did. Is that weird? I feel like that should be normal and average. Yeah, I don't know. I think some people really like them. I don't think that's normal. I'm also <laughs> a little afraid of outer space. Oh, yeah. Do we talk about that? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want to, like, float out into oblivion. But what are the odds that I'm ever going to get past, like, whatever the gravity line is? I don't know. Well, if Elon Musk has anything to do with it, you might be able to just go on. No, I'm not paying his monstrous prices (laughs) for a little joyride to the moon. So I have an interesting bit of information. We're, We're studying the solar system in homeschool, so I get to learn new information all the time. And in space, you there's nothing to bounce sound on. So when you're like in actual space, like say you're, you know, the astronaut that's tethered to the whatever, there's no, like you can make a noise, but there's nothing to bounce it. So like the sound, you don't hear it. Yeah. The sound waves just go on and there's nothing. Cause the reason that we can hear sound waves is because they bounce on and off of things. Yeah. You can hear each other in the space station because it's bouncing off, you know, the walls. But in the black abyss, there's just no, there's no noise at all. It's like deafening silence. I did not well, because it's a vacuum. It just, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> me either. And I don't want to be in it, like just floating. But those sensory deprivation chambers, have you guys seen those where it's like mm-hmm. a tanning bed sized pool? Yeah, and I think they're like tepid or body temperature. I would like to try one. They have those salt, the salt. Yeah, but I yeah, and then you like float. It's as salty as the Dead Sea, I think, is what some of them advertise. I don't know. Anyways, I want to try it, but I don't think I want to shut the door. That would be really door shutting makes me uncomfortable. Claustrophobia, and also I wish it was warm. Like I don't know if I just want to lay around in body temperature water. Yeah, but you're in body temperature right now. 98.6 is warm. I don't know. I like really warm baths or showers. I agree. I need and like also, I think I would like it to be, I don't know, lavender scented <laughs> with some candles. Be, I think that would like not work with the whole no sensory stuff, you know. So you- what you're saying is I just need a bath. <laughs> I'm just saying go take a bath and then see how you feel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it is. That reminds me of Stranger Things. She like gets all hooked up to these electrodes and stuff and she's floating in a tub and then they're. I don't know what you're talking about. Is that a movie? Putting stuff in her mind. It's a TV show. Oh. Have you ever seen it? I'm not very good at TV. Already do. Have you seen or heard of it? I have, I have not watched it. No. So the crazy thing about this show is it's, I mean, it's creepy. It's creepy. That's what I'm going to say. There's like a lot of not from this world alieny type stuff you know and it's a bunch of kids 
Uh, I think the first one, you know, they're in maybe like middle school when it first starts happening. And um, the beginning, a boy goes missing and then his friends are like trying to find him in the woods and it's a whole thing. Um, and then the point is there's, I don't even know, five seasons, but my kids were in a store and then there was a Monopoly game that was like Stranger Things Monopoly, you know? And then the picture, there was this alieny creature on the front. It's called a demigorg. And anyway, my son was like, oh, why is a demigorg on that board game? And I was like, what? Huh? How do you even know what that's called? You know? And he was like, well, all my friends watch it. And I was like, you're eight years old. I lose sleep and get a little anxious at night. I'm surprised that your friends are all watching the show. And he's like, oh yeah, they all watch it. So they, you know, so I know what it's called or whatever. And I just was just shocked. And so that's, that's a little disturbing. My middle schooler just came home and said, Hey, have you heard of this new show on Netflix? Um, and I don't even know what the series is called, but it's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Um, just and then, watched it last night. He, he just heard it. You say that, and he laughed in the other room. <laughs> then uh, there were like a lot of follow up questions about <gasps> if it's real, if it's true, did this actually happen, etc., yeah. and so on. And when I heard when I heard it was coming out, I actually put a ban on it in our house. And then I went as far as to even our high school son. I was just like. I don't want you watching it. I don't want you talking to your friends about it. I find it incredibly disturbing. Um, and also, I just don't think it's something I don't even want it to be perpetuated right. in culture because I just think it's so heinous. Well, and it's also like if you want to learn about it, then maybe read. About and it. Or, you know what I mean? Something just yeah. read something and learn about the situation. But you don't need to watch it acted out. You just no. Don't. And also it's not, it's really not something great for middle schoolers to be running around discussing or high schoolers. Um, and I'm, I'm really fortunate. Our high schooler took it super seriously. I'm not a parent who bans things at all. That's probably one of the first things where I've just said, I really don't want that in your mind at all. Yeah. Um, but it's a little crazy. So anyways, serial killer culture is just really getting you know, I, through crime and all that stuff. I don't love how it's getting, I don't know, is glorified the right word and studied? Mm -hmm. I, well, that can't be good. We don't want to be modeling that direction for sure. Well, I do have to tell you that Justin's always been kind of crazy and interested about serial killers. He's probably read books on almost all the major ones because he just finds it fascinating. But I don't even know if he would watch the show. It dramatized. Seems like a lot. I've read some stuff on FBI personality typing and that kind of stuff. And it's very interesting, but that's more the neuroscience behind it than the actual physical, what, ha what is happening. Yeah. I like the, not like <coughs> the, the problem solving part of it, you know, like the, like the detective that's the trying to figure it out. Yes. Like I've always, you know, Nancy drew, like yeah. just, it seems like, you know, that kind of stuff is fascinating. But then, yeah, when you get to the reality of the crime that's been committed, I, I have not watched like Law and Order SVU. I used to love that show since I've had kids. I have not watched one episode. Mike absolutely can't do it. No, I kept I keep thinking like 
I wonder where they get these ideas. No, I don't, because they're probably just true, actual things that have happened. And that just makes me really sad. Yes. Another show that we had put a ban on, I think this is the only other show we banned. Um, it was Caillou. And I don't know if you've heard of him from PBS. Man, did our kids get whiny when they were watching that. (laughs) And so we had a kibosh Caillou. Okay. Also, everybody needs to know that Janelle is watching How I Met Your Mother with one of her children because she heard that it was a funny show and she doesn't get a lot of alone time. (laughs) It's true. That's good. It's a funny show though. But I've been on like a really long pause now. So I hope that, is it Hulu? I hope that doesn't lose my spot. (laughs) So funny. Pick it back up. We should probably talk about um, dinner. We should. So Marty, we have this segment we call, I'm calling it a segment because we're fancy like that. It's pretty neat. (laughs) It is neat. So Janelle does this thing to me where she always just asks me what's for dinner when we talk to each other. And I don't know why, because either A, she thinks I haven't thought about it, or B, she wants me to feel good that I did think about it, or she wants to brag about what she's cooking, maybe. I'm not really sure why she does that. But anyway, so she'll always say, what's for dinner? And then I'll tell her. So anyway, so we decided because moms can never lack an inspiration, um, it doesn't have to be an actual recipe. You can just tell us what you all ate for dinner so that we can maybe... Well, tonight was total cop out because we had Culver's. So I can't uh, inspire anyone beyond it. Oh, was you better el- tell us what you had yesterday. Elementary school night. And so the oh, girls were dying to go. What was um, the flavor of the day? I guess that's like the most important question. That you we- know, I didn't even let them have ice cream because <laughs> I'm a cruel mom. Culver's is the best. It's so I couldn't even tell you. They don't promise cream, it's custard. Yeah, that's why it's so much better. Okay, what'd you have for dinner last night? I did promise we could go get the um the scoopies later. The scoopies later. Yeah. So I'm not that cruel. (laughs) Um last night we had oh chicken wings, chicken drummies, actually. Hmm. Did you put a special Uh, on them or Dan grilled them? They were phenomenal. Uh he's got a down and got one of those smokers. That oh yeah, kind of get smoked, kind of get grilled low and slow. Get them crispy on the outside. Lots of barbecue sauce. Mm. Uh, quite excellent, and they're so cheap. Like yes. again, you call us frugal. I would say we are, but like that is you can pick up chicken drummies when they're on sale. Yeah, Five that bucks. is like good. Yeah, good use of your dollar there. Yeah, I agree. We do, whenever we host, I'm like when we're getting chicken drummies, we're just gonna feed. What are your kids like on the side, Marty? Uh, Mashed potatoes, you know, with all the sour cream and butter and gravy. Yum. Um, We had carrots, just steamed carrots, just straight up bag of carrots. Nice. In the steamer. I Uh, like it when it's easy like that. Real quick, Janelle, did you do anything fun for dinner? Um, So we actually did burgers and fries. I did something new. I had some beef tallow <laughs> on hand, which is, um, if you don't know, when you like render beef fat, it becomes tallow because we have some friends who had recently butchered and gave us some bones to make stock. And then they were enormous. 
And so the fat cooked down in the roaster. And then I had read about tallow. So anyways, I made these homemade fries in tallow and I oh, got num. very good reviews. Nice. I'd be like, you're never having this again. So don't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Was that in a and deep then, fryer or? Um, no, I just did it in a frying pan and did, I don't pan. know, half inch of the, of the oil. And it has a really high smoke point, so it doesn't burn. Yeah. Um, and then I tossed some veggies in it and put them in the air fryer just as a test too. And they were really good, but it was also super rich. Yeah, I bet. So that was kind of a fun testing beef tallow thing, I guess. Yeah, that sounds awesome. You should guest blog for me sometime with like something like that. Very I do crazy stuff sometimes. Very like odd parts, you know, what to do with odd parts. Yeah. Well, I don't like wasting. So yeah. She's yeah. also canned meat before. So she's got all through. My mother-in-law does that. I haven't quite adapted that one, adopted that one yet. You could probably can some medicine. That's what she does. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, we need to wrap <laughs> this up. What about you? What'd you have for dinner? Oh, uh, we had tacos. So we had a kind of a potluck Turkey? with some friends. No, we had ground beef because um, we did some stuff with some friends. You were living high on the hog tonight. I was like totally living the, the dream with the ground beef tacos. So yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. Marty, thanks for coming to hang out with us. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. This is yeah. a delight. Yeah, I hope uh, lots of people can check out Venison 365-ish. And I don't know. Okay, so um, you should check Marty out. We got uh, the info in the um, show notes. And you can also check out Janelle and I on our socials at That's Neat Moms. And we have kind of a fun community over there. We'll be posting. We'll post some stuff from Marty and... Uh, see what you want to say about our crazy fears and whether or not you like murder shows maybe we'll talk about some stuff so we appreciate you joining us and we are excited to talk to you again soon all right okay bye 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 guys bye